Hey everybody, welcome to the Ronin Dispatches. This is your host, Michael Waller from Ronin EV. At Ronin, our goal is to help guide everybody from all generations and backgrounds into the future of electrified transport. The current market offers customers lots of amazing choices when it comes to electric vehicles. We are here to help guide you through everything this electric world has to offer. The available selection of today's electric cars, e-bikes and scooters, and other new alternative vehicles have the capability to meet or exceed people's daily mobility needs. This episode covers a common concern for those interested in electric cars and trucks, range anxiety, and what it looks like to have an electric vehicle on a day-to-day -day basis. Let's get started. In the not-so-distant past, our founder, Renato, would regularly encounter potential customers seeking to better understand what it's like to own an electric vehicle before even committing to a test drive. While those customers all had different concerns, one question got brought up time and time again. What is the best battery for a car? The short answer is simple. The best battery for a car is the one that does exactly what you want it to do and does it reliably. No more, no less. Because the battery pack is the most expensive component of an electric vehicle, customers are at the highest risk of overpaying for what they need when selecting the battery pack option for their purchase. The average American motorist drives roughly 37 miles per day, meaning that, for many customers, even the now readily available 250 miles to a charge is more than enough, if not flat-out unnecessary. Of course, plenty of customers in more rural areas will still demand more from their vehicles, either for work or travel. And, luckily for them, incredible developments in both vehicles and battery capacity are just around the corner. Still, if automotive battery packs have already exceeded the range capabilities that the vast majority of us need for daily driving, what then is the source of so much customer anxiety? According to a study by the National Center for Sustainable Transportation at UC Davis, 19% of electric vehicle purchasers who were surveyed discontinued ownership of BEVs specifically citing the lack of charging convenience either at home or on the road as a primary concern. Note that the research references convenience and not charging speed, as that is an important distinction. Refueling a combustion engine vehicle is a quick process, simply because the fuel is liquid. However, that also makes refueling a liquid tank an active behavior. Definitionally, you are forced to drive to a separate location from wherever you are in order to refuel your vehicle. Even if the refueling process usually only takes five minutes, motorists still spend time and fuel simply to make the trip to the refueling. And that's without mentioning the fuel price volatility, normal traffic delays, or engine idling, all of which can drastically worsen the equation in regards to efficiency. In contrast, charging the EV is not an active behavior at all. In fact, it's a background behavior, meant to happen anywhere you've parked the vehicle. The part where you actually do anything lasts seconds rather than minutes, especially given that payments are collected digitally. Just plug and play and walk away. Electricity is readily available at nearly every building and roadside in the U.S. at much more affordable rates than any liquid fuel. To take this a step further, increasingly, those same buildings are becoming capable of producing and storing electricity themselves. Just how many buildings can passively produce gasoline? Let's take a moment and visualize what a ubiquitous charging future looks like for EV owners. A commuter awakens at their apartment, well-rested, to the joy of a fully charged car waiting for them at their parking space. By the time their cup of coffee is ready, the vehicle's cabin is preheated and set to their favorite commuting playlist. They get inside and begin the journey to work. 
Arriving a few minutes ahead of schedule, they leave their vehicle trickle-charging from their assigned space while they are off to a full and productive day. Later that evening, a friend invites them to dinner across town. After quickly checking their vehicle's state of charge, they notice that all they need is a brief stop at a fast-charging station to ensure that they can go straight home after dinner. Following a lovely meal, they return home, and based on their remaining range, decide that they don't need to charge the vehicle that night because they have more than enough remaining to get to work the next day. Utterly content, they fall soundly asleep. End scene. Now let's break it down. In their home garage, the driver used what's known as level 2 charging, which fully charges a car's battery in 8 to 12 hours. While at work, the driver used their level 1 charging cable to plug into a standard 120 volt outlet next to their space. Over the course of the 8 to 10 hour workday, this adds roughly 30 miles of range. Before dinner, as a result of convenient charging at lower levels earlier in the day, the driver only needed to stop at the faster level 3 charger for 5 minutes to gain up to 40 miles of range. Altogether, this means that in a single day, this driver used all three charging levels while spending less than 10 minutes in total actively doing anything. If we assume their vehicle's battery capacity was 50 kilowatt hours total, and the average electric rate across North America is around 13 cents per kilowatt hour with no markups, this would also mean it only cost them roughly $6.50 for a full charge. I conclude this analysis with a tiny quasi-rhyme. If everywhere can be a gas station pumping fuel at the proper rates, does anyone mind how long it takes? Range anxiety has always been a challenge for EV adoption, but thanks to incredible advances for battery chemistry, battery limitations are no longer the primary barrier to entry for the vast majority of drivers in cities and suburbs. Instead, it is the need for a radically more advanced electrical grid and a much larger continental network of charging solutions which can refuel vehicles at the power level most complementary to a given location. To clarify, different kinds of retailers will want different charging speeds available for their customers. Retailers will want to match the charging speed to how much time they expect their target customers to ordinarily spend at their location. Understanding these types of customer needs will become crucial for anyone looking to become a charging provider. This is the kind of expertise we provide here at Ronin EV. We have a deep understanding of what potential EV owners and charging providers need to prepare themselves for the electric tomorrow. The future we are working towards is one where charging occurs gracefully in the background of our daily lives without us even really concerning ourselves about it. For that, we're going to need a lot more charging stations, not just bigger batteries. And that concludes this episode of the Ronin Dispatches podcast. If you enjoyed today's dispatch, don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast platform like Spotify or Google Podcasts. And, of course, share the Ronin Dispatches with friends and family, whether they're familiar with or new to electric mobility. If you'd like to send your thoughts and feedback so we can improve your experience, forward them to mwally at roninev.com. That's M-W-A-L-L-E at R-O-N-I-N-E-V dot com. Thank you so much for joining us on our journey as we continue to guide people of all backgrounds and generations into the future of electrified transport.